Hey y'all, welcome back um, to Addicted to Chaos. I hope you've had a great time while I've been away. So sorry it's been so long since I've posted. Um, if you didn't know, I'm a teacher, so this is my summertime and summertime is wrapping up and I'm trying to fit in all the fun activities plus all of the things I have to do before school starts. Um, so it's been kind of chaotic. Um, just got back in town yesterday, had a great time in San Diego. I am obsessed with San Diego's weather compared to Texas. It's seriously heaven, at least while I was there. Um, so speaking of teaching and school coming up, summer ending, unfortunately, um, bittersweet. Um, I wanted to share some teacher stories from teachers just around, some of them friends, some of them random um, that I don't really know personally. And then um, I also wanted to give some tips for teachers and some tips for parents um, that have kiddos going back to school. So I will start with a story that happened my second year of teaching um, it was an interesting year because I started teaching during 2019, 2020, which all of you know, COVID happened. So it's definitely been interesting and quite an experience since I've started. Um, <laughs> but that being said, my second year teaching, I hate bugs, right? So if you know me, you know, I hate bugs, but I'm especially terrified of spiders. It's just not my thing. Hate spiders, hate snakes, like in mice could definitely live without all of those things. So in class, we're all working. I'm like, I don't even remember what exactly we were doing, but someone in my class was like, I feel like something's crawling on me. And I like kind of come over to investigate and at first I'm like, I don't see anything. And all of a sudden he's like, he's just like shakes, you know, to see if he can get whatever's bothering him off. A giant spider, giant spider falls. Who, I don't even know where it fell from. It falls onto the floor. He screams, the class screams, I scream. <laughs> and like, I hate spiders. So I'm freaking out, but I'm trying to be calm because you know, I'm the adult in this situation. So I'm like, okay, everybody move away, move back. And I like get them in a circle around the room, moved back. So everyone is safe. No one's around the spider. I get the kiddo who was by the spider away from it. And I'm like, well, now what? Like, what am I going to do with this giant ass spider? So I'm sitting there thinking, and all of a sudden, one of my kiddos just took their shoe off, marches up to it, slams it down on this spider and kills it and then throws it away like nothing happened. And it was hysterical and like, what, what a hero. She, we honestly treated like a, her like a hero the rest of the day. Um, it was hysterical. So I've learned over the years you got to find the kiddos like the first week of school who are not afraid of bugs or critters like lizards and stuff because those will be your go-to kids to like get all of those away when they end up in your classroom. Um, 
So ridiculous. Um, another story, let me read here. Um, it says, one story that comes to mind is when there was a tornado touchdown in a different city, not the one here. Um, the next morning, one of my boys shared with the class during morning meeting that his dad died in the tor tornado the night before. The class was shocked. Um, I suspected he was lying, so I sent his stepmom a message sending my condolences and offering to help with whatever they needed. She replied and said, that is absolutely not true. His dad drove him to school this morning, but we are getting a divorce. <laughs> so I guess that is one way that Kiddo is dealing with divorce. Um, definitely different ways to cope, but funny story nonetheless. Um, his dad was indeed all right. Thank goodness. Um, another story here. Um, okay. So it says, my partner started the year in December because they had to shift some teachers around due to enrollment numbers. She is an alternate certification teacher, so she gets observed by, by her supervisor for the certification program. Um, for those of you who don't know, Alternate certification is for those who like have a degree, just not in teaching, and they go through this program to become a teacher. Anyways, on her first day teaching, her supervisor came and sat down to observe her. One of our girls who would regularly try to snatch or steal things and was honestly pretty sneaky about it, went and asked the supervisor for a dollar. She said no, she didn't have one, and the little girl went back to her seat. A little bit later on, the little girl made her way back over to the supervisor's purse and was digging through it to find a dollar on the teacher's first day. So crazy. Um, so funny. I would love to know more about, I don't personally know the person um, in the story, so I would love to know more about how they dealt with that. <laughs> like, what did the supervisor do? What did the teacher do? What a interesting first day of school. I literally cannot, literally cannot. Okay. Another story. So girls in the bathroom were talking about twerking and thinking I was another little girl. They told me all about it. Then when I walked out to wash my hands and they realized it was a teacher they were telling their twerking story to, their eyes were popping out of their skull. <laughs> now that is priceless. Like catching kids, they have no idea. Hysterical. Um, <laughs> they thought it was a kid the whole time. Now I, as a kid, one, we never, twerking was like not a thing when we were little. I mean, like I'm sure it was, but... We didn't call it that as far as I know. We definitely didn't talk about it and definitely not in school, especially in like elementary school. So funny. Um, another teaching story. It says, my first day ever teaching, I was working on one-to-one -one correspondence with a student and he got to a number he didn't know and he said, oh, fuck. And he was only six years old, which honestly happens all the time. Um, I hear all the time from like the little littles in kindergarten all the way up to, I'm sure high school, but 
I teach in elementary, obviously. So definitely in fourth grade, we hear it all the time, all the words. Um, but it's always, I feel like it's always funnier when it's younger kids and it's so hard not to laugh. Um, it's definitely a talent not to laugh. (laughs) Um, now these stories, I have two stories from a friend in Canada, um, who wants to remind you, this is why you need to be careful. Um, because children will say things all the time. They, they share all the information. So you need to be careful or at least just know, we probably know your business, (laughs) um, or at least some of it. So I once had my kids draw out their bedrooms and this one little girl drew her room and I was kind of confused. So I asked her to describe it. She told me she slept in bed with her mom and dad and the pile of the floor was dirty clothes. There was a glass of wine on the side of the table and she drew the bed unmade because her mom never makes it. (laughs) So she knew all about your house, all about your house and your cleanliness and your wine. (laughs) Hey, no shame to wine on the bedside table. Okay. Um, another one is I once overheard my students talking about their mom's underwear. And this one little girl was like, my mommy has black underwear and it's really skinny in the back. It goes right between her butt cheeks. I don't know why she likes that. (laughs) Oh goodness. That's hysterical. And honestly just shows like how curious kids are. Um, and don't you also wonder like how do these things even come up in conversation? Like how do they even think of this shit? Who knows? Hysterical. Um, so I teach math and science and then I have a partner teacher, um, teacher partner, whatever you want to call it. Um, that does ELA and social studies, right? So we switch kids, whatever. And one year we had a kid, he's seriously hysterical, um, always had us laughing. And that year in particular, like, I know this is still popular, but the whole Nikes, Air Forces, like, no creases, clean white shoes. That was a thing. And, you know, we're younger teachers. We keep in with the trends. We keep in with the times. We joke around with our students and stuff, um, trying to stay as relevant as possible. (laughs) But um, we were talking and he was telling us about how his sister got these new Nike Air Forces. And my teaching partner was like, ooh, I want those. And he was like, oh, I'll steal them for you. And we like laughed. And she's like, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. So then like a couple days later, um, we see his older sister. She's walking to class and she seems super upset. And we were like, hey, are you okay? And she is like, no, I can't find my brand new Nikes, my brand new Air Forces. And we were like, what? Um, oh no, like I'm sure you'll find them. And then her brother comes in, our student, and brings my partner teacher a 
box, a Nike box. And it like feels heavy, whatever. And she's like, um, what is this? And he's like, I got you some new shoes. And we're like, oh gosh, what? And so she's like, you did not steal your sister's shoes. And he's like, yeah, I did. I did. I got them for you. You guys like probably would have the same size feet. And she opens the box and it was like full of rocks to make it heavier. And his sister was totally in on the prank. So it was seriously priceless. We died laughing all day. Um, still talk about it to this day. So freaking funny. Um, I love when they play funny pranks like that. It just kills me. Um, another funny story is me and my teaching partner, same teaching partner that, um, the kiddos played a prank on us. Um, we were team teaching. So we had both of our classes together. We're teaching one big lesson. I can't remember if it was over ELA or social studies. And we had one of our other teacher friends in, um, helping us with this lesson. And we were walking around the room, like making sure everyone was involved. I want to say it was, maybe we were getting ready for debate. I honestly don't remember, but, um, it was like a fun activity. And our teacher that was visiting came in and she like had sat on a desk and all of a sudden, I just remember I'm walking around the room and I hear a loud crash screaming. And then I look over and I see like legs and feet up in the air, like, like flying. And I'm like, what is happening? I'm like, oh my gosh, are you okay? The desk had broken and she like slid and fell and it was seriously like, obviously we asked if she was okay. She was okay. Um, we started laughing cause like we've been teaching together a while now. We're pretty good friends. So we start laughing. The class starts laughing. Literally she will never live it down. It's hysterical still gets brought up to this day. Now my most embarrassing story at school, um, entails me tripping. So, we're walking to pick our kids up from specials, um, like art, music, PE, those types of things. So we're walking to pick them up and like some of my teams ahead of me, one person's behind me and I like wanted to tiptoe run to catch up. Um, cause I didn't want to be left behind obviously. So I'm tiptoe running and honestly, this happens even when I'm not running I don't know if it's the way the floors are waxed and like what type of shoes I wear, whatever. It's happened with multiple pairs of shoes where like the toe of it catches on the floor. And so my shoe catches on the floor. I start falling. It felt like slow motion. My arms are going in circles trying to stop myself. I eat it. I just fall face first. I tore a small hole in the knee of my leggings. And of course, like my friend behind me is like, oh my gosh, are you okay? And then everyone else turns around that was in front of me and they're like asking if I'm okay. But then they're also hysterically laughing. I'm hysterically laughing because it seriously was slow motion. It was hysterical. Now to make matters worse, or I guess 
better. Who knows? Depends on if it's me or if it's my, my friends. They go to the office manager and they're asking her to pull up the video footage between this time, like when we're picking the kids up so that they can see the video of me falling. And I'm like, no, y'all, please don't do this. Well, for some reason, she couldn't access it like that specific time. So she calls the admin and is like asking if they can send her video footage. I'm like, now everyone in safety and security knows that I've fallen. They've probably watched this video 700 times. Awesome. Love that for me. So they send her the video. Y'all, it is hysterical. Maybe, maybe if I get some good reviews, maybe I should put a number on it. Like I get 20 good reviews. I will post the video of me falling um, because they recorded me falling on their phone. And um, seriously, it's, it's hysterical, not going to lie. But one of my friends did put it to that TikTok song that's like, oh, no, oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. So embarrassing. Like, I could die. And they will randomly, just out of the blue, send it in the group chat. I'm like, awesome. Never living this down. Literally never living this down. So, love that for me. Um, those are my stories that I have for the moment. If you want more funny teacher stories, let me know. I'm sure I can gather up a million more. Seriously. Um, <laughs> I just, I have too many. I don't want to overwhelm everyone. Um, but some other funny teacher accounts to follow on Instagram would be, and I'm, I think they're on TikTok as well, but Miss Southerd. If you haven't heard of her, go follow her. She's hysterical. She always posts and shares funny teaching stories. Um, her Instagram is at Kiki Southerd, K-I-K-I-S-U-T-H-E-R-D. And then also the Teachers Off-Duty Podcast. That's at Teachers Off-Duty Podcast. And Board Teachers, at Board Teachers. Um who are a part of the Teachers Off-Duty podcast. So definitely give them a follow if you're looking for some funny teaching stories. Um, now on to some tips for my teachers and parents. Now that school is coming up, it's right around the corner, bittersweet. Um, here are just some things I've learned over the years that might help you out. So my first is to put your family and yourself first. Um, you cannot be a good teacher if you're not taking care of yourself and putting your family as a priority. Um, like your family, that's your safe zone. They're always going to be there for you, but you need to make sure that you're still making them a priority and not putting them on the back burner. Number two, um, ask for help. Seriously, I don't know where I would be today if it wasn't for my awesome teacher friends who have helped me along the way. Um, I know it can be intimidating for new teachers and also for more veteran teachers. Um, sometimes it can be hard to ask for help, but it's so nice to see different perspectives or get advice from others and just continue to learn. Um, I think continuing to learn is so important. 
and we should all be doing that. So never be afraid to ask for help. Number three would be stop staying late. Um, you need to figure out a system to prioritize like what's important, what needs to be done this second, what can wait until later. Um, it's not all going to be done in one night. It's just, it's too much. It's impossible. You have to prioritize and you're going to get burnt out coming in super early or staying super late or both. Um, so just make sure you're prioritizing things. Number four, I think this is super important to remember. It is okay to make mistakes. And when you do make mistakes, you should own it. Um, I think this is so important because one, we're all humans. We are not perfect. We are going to make mistakes. But it's also important because our students should see us making mistakes because then they know, one, we're not perfect. It's okay that for them not to be perfect. And also, um, we own our mistakes. They own their mistakes. And not just own it, but it's how do you react to it? How do you fix it? What is your next step? Are you just going to give up? No, of course not. And you model that for your students. The more you model it, the more they see it, the more they can put that into practice in their everyday lives. So important. Um, for new teachers, it's not about the prettiest classroom. There's so much. I mean, like, yes, that's so fun. Um, it's so exciting setting up your room. But what I would say first, the first thing you should worry about are your procedures that you're going to have in place. And if you don't know where to start, try asking those veteran teachers. Try going on those um Facebook groups or whatever and getting advice from other teachers and see what their procedures are all about. And it's okay to change your procedures as you go. My procedures have changed over the years. One, because I've learned more and experienced teaching more, obviously. You kind of learn on the job. But two, you are um, going to have a different class every year. So one thing might work one year, but not the next. So you might just have to change it up and that's okay. Um, my next important one is to build relationships. If you do not have relationships with your kids, they are not going to be receptive to your teaching. They're just not. You need to build those relationships, build that trust with them, so that they want to be in your classroom and they want to learn. Um, yeah. And then my last one is be inclusive. Make sure you are including everyone. You make everyone feel welcome and you make sure that your environment is a safe space for all. So those are my teacher tips. Um, I'm sure I could think of more, but those are it for now. Um, tips for those who are parents. Um, these are just some things I thought I'm not a parent at this moment. Um, but I would say if you are able to volunteer if possible, we love seeing you up at the school. We know your kids love seeing you being involved. Um, and it just is nice to have that connection with you guys. Um, even if it's something as small as like, let's say you can't come up to school, but you want to help out at home. Maybe you could be like, hey, if you have anything to laminate um, that you need cut out, 
let me know. I will cut it out for you if you send it home with my kid. Um, I've had some parents do that. It's awesome. It's helpful. It's amazing. It's something small, but so helpful. Um, be a team with your teacher. We want you guys on our team. We want to work together. So, um, that goes for teachers and parents like teachers. You need to be in communication with your parents, parents. We love communicating with you and working with you. So just know that, um, know that we love your kids and we want what's best for them. We truly do. If we didn't, we wouldn't be in teaching. Um, seriously. And then just a reminder that teachers make mistakes too. We are not perfect people. We are humans. Um, so just, just remember that when you go into a situation where you might be upset and same to teachers, I know tensions can get high. Um, but I think if we try to stay as calm as we can and we put each other in the other person's shoes, like put ourselves in the other person's shoes, um, that can go a long way. So yeah, those are my tips for now. Um, Thanks again for tuning in. Please make sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. Um, You can follow me on Instagram at Addicted to Chaos Podcast. And yeah, that's it. Hope you have a great week and stay addicted to chaos. Bye.